94 WIP FM HD1 Philadelphia from the Tasty Cake Studios. This is Go Birds Radio on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Gentlemen, we are live from the Buffalo Wild Wings here in Newark, Delaware, 501 Stenton Christina Road. And boy, oh boy, we thought we were going to do Go Birds Radio. <laughs> but here comes the hammer as Woj and Shams and Zach Lowe and everybody just out of nowhere. Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler. is going to be Jimmy a Philadelphia Butler. 76er. What is going so on right now? We are turning it into Sixers. Go radio. Go Sixers. For, for, yeah, go Sixers radio. There it is. I've better. always wanted to be on the rights to Ricky Sanchez radio, <laughs> and now here we are. Look at this. Uh, we will certainly get into the birds because we are giving away tickets to Sunday night football, Eagles versus Cowboys tomorrow night. You better get your buns down here because we have uh, – I see them burning John Gentile's pocket right now. As they were also giving away a Jason Kelsey signed jersey. Plenty of things to do. All the college football games, including a little EPL, is going on right now. Massive screens down here at Buffalo Wild Wings. Once again, 501 Stenton Christina Road here in Newark, Delaware. This had to be done. <laughs> this had to be done. I'm going to admit to everybody right now, 100%, I had checked out of the Sixers regular season. Mm-hmm. I checked out because I knew, I knew what was coming. Team Just not good it, enough. Team running back was always against it. 100% between all the... The screwy GM things that happen around here, all the burner accounts, you had to go land a third star. That's what this was about. That's what Brett Brown had said from the beginning, and maybe it took a little longer. But uh, my second question is to you is it's John Archer, James Seltzer, Elliot Shore Parks here with you until 4 o'clock, 888-729-9494. Is Elton Brand a wizard? (laughs) (laughs) What just happened? Dario Saric, Robert Covington. And also a second round 2022 pick, along with uh, a throw in of uh, uh, Jared, Jared Bayless, Bayless, Jared Bayless. who is also in there as well. I, I can't believe this, James. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's hard to believe. And look, I know that we all love Dario. Uh, there are a lot of people in this city who love Rocco, and certainly a good contract and all that type of stuff. But yeah, our boss. You get the, yeah. I, I feel for Spike Eskin. I, I worry about Seamus Clancy and Dario right now. There are people out there who I know are certainly going to miss those guys. Going to hurt. But when you get the opportunity, and I, look, I know Jimmy Butler can be a little difficult at times, but. That dude is a player, man. He's a top 20 player in the NBA, and you're adding him to Simmons and Embiid. Like you said, John, the whole point of this whole offseason was star hunting. That was the point. They weren't able to get it done in the offseason, but they kept their eyes on that prize. They saw the situation in Minnesota devolving, and they were able to pounce. A se- I, I can't, like, not only is it just Dario and Covington, but a second-round picker, not even giving up a future first for this. It is and it's usually when stars get traded in the NBA, they usually get traded for less than you would expect. I am floored by how little. Here's the up. most well, important part of this deal: the long-term extension that Jimmy Butler has reportedly signed as part of the team. Yeah. Or is going to sign according to Woj. Is going to, Woj, to yeah. sign right because if you give away, uh, look, let's not. I agree, it's a great trade, but let's not diminish what Covington and Dario meant to this team. Those were two of the better players on this roster. That's what gives you depth. 
if you give that away as a, as a, in a deal for, for Butler and he doesn't sign that extension, that's where the risk comes in. But you lock him up long term and also for those guys, that really is icing on the cake for this deal. Had they not done that, I think you look at it a lot differently. With that extension, this is an absolute home run of a deal by Elton Brand. And this is the declaration here, too. It's just like this says, Boston, we're not going to be pushovers anymore. We need outside shooting. It's everything that everyone is begged for. And Jimmy Butler can do that. Now, you can make some arguments. Sure, is Robert Covington a much better defender than Jimmy Butler? I absolutely think he is. But what he makes up for everywhere else, and I think that the reason why this kind of pushed forward a little more, I mean, Robert Covington is having a heck of a start to the season. He's been great. And if you display that and, and they go, okay, we can, we can sell that in Minnesota. We can do that. You know, Thibodeau can do whatever he wants with them uh, there. Same with Dario. Like, that is, that is a true guy that's going to fit with Cat, that's going to fit with Wiggins, they can go. It's so odd that this happened with the, the, the Timberwolves, at least to me, because they are alternate universe Philadelphia 76ers, uh-huh. and now part of the process kind of goes there. Now you get to see if Andrew Wiggins and all those guys <laughs> would have worked out with Covington and, and, and Wiggins and all that. But I, I, I just think to me, this was, this is something that's going to change our minds, not only for the regular season, but once we see, I just can't get it out of my head of Simmons, Embiid, Jimmy Butler as the three being in there. You hold on to Markel Fultz, which a lot of people said, you know, you don't, you they did not want to deal him in the offseason along with a ton of these talks. Making him a backup point guard, which Brett Brown has also said this week, he's a point guard, he's a point guard, he's a point guard. It allows you a lot more space on the floor to work. I'm excited, man. I, I yeah. can't be nothing but excited. Well, I don't think you can be anything but excited. And, again, I understand, like Elliot said, I mean, it's not like they're giving away nothing. But when you look at what they gave Chicago to get Jimmy Butler, they gave up more. With Zach Levine, Lori Markin, and they gave up more to Chicago than they ended up getting back for Jimmy Butler. And something that we didn't talk about enough this offseason with the importance of finding a star is you're coming up on, you know, you've already extended Embiid. Once you get to that Simmons extension, it makes it so much harder to actually be able to sign a star. They needed to get someone in here with the way the NBA contracts are and bird rights and all that type of stuff that they already had in-house, and it allowed them to have those three big contracts on the books. Massive, massive move, massive time. Here's the other thing, too. So the NBA, I mean, look, this is Go Birds radio, right? So we, we know in football... You have the quarterback, but you overall, you need offense line. You need defense line. You need a deep roster, right? The NBA is different in that way. In the NBA, the majority of the time, if you have, you know, three of the best five players in a series or the two best, you're going to win that series. That's just how it works. So the Sixers are going to go into the playoffs this year. Joel Embiid's the best player in the Eastern Conference. They're yes. going to have him. Especially after the night he turned in last night, even though it was a sloppy performance. Absolutely. Yeah. Jimmy Butler, we can, we can debate, you know, top 15, top 20, but he's in that conversation. And I actually think in the Eastern Conference on the Sixers team, you're going to see him elevate his game even better. When the Sixers go against teams like the Bucks, they go against teams like the Raptors, they're going to have, not to mention Ben Simmons, three of the best four players in those series. Really, the Celtics are the only team where you can debate it. But the other thing that Jimmy Butler does is this dude is a proven clutch performer. The Sixers, one of the biggest issues they had last year against the Celtics, think about the end of games, all those close games they lost, right? Because Ben Simmons can't get his own basket on the perimeter. Joel Embiid, as a guy you throw it down to works, but overall it's kind of a perimeter game in the NBA. Jimmy Butler's a guy... You're down two points. You can give it to him in ISO, and he can get his own basket. Yes. And that cannot be overstated. That is a massive get for the Sixers team. It's exactly what they needed. 888-729-9494. How are you feeling about the kind of initial 
reaction and shock, I guess, more or less, of Jimmy Butler being here <laughs> Definitely long-term. did not see this coming as not we're at sitting all. here planning to talk Eagles-Cowboys. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, right before the show, Shams, bomb. It's, you know what it does to me? You know what it does to me? Eagles by 50 on Sunday. That's what it does to me. <laughs> well, I love Golden Tate's already <laughs> tweeting at, yes. uh, at Jimmy Butler and being like, hey, bro, you want to explore the city together? Yeah, let's go I hang love, out. Carson I love Wentz, it. welcome to the best sports city in America, That's Jimmy what I'm Butler. talking Man. about, Carson. See, and the thing I like about and so everyone has opinions on Jimmy Butler. And certainly, I would almost say that a lot of process-type people were very like, hey, you know, this is why you don't want Jimmy Butler here and do it. Jimmy Butler's ultra, ultra competitive. And they, they look at him and they go, that's a mess in the locker room. Not at all. Him and Cat hated one another. And this will be proven to be true over the next couple of years. I think Carl Anthony Towns is a wuss. Oh, I, I don't, oh, think, he, I don't oh. think he's got the finish. I said so in 2016. I still don't think he has it now. That's part of the problem. Same with being stuck on a team with guys like that and Andrew Wiggins, with guys who can't finish out games. He literally drugged them to the playoffs for the first time in 14 seasons to be there. I think him and Joel Embiid actually fit perfectly together mentally. Competitively, Competitively and yes. on the floor. So if you have those guys pushing each other, pushing each other, and I don't know what's going to happen with Ben Simmons, I'm not sure if this disrupts any type of chemistry that's going on there, if there's alpha males or whatever, and I'm sure that's going to be a large discussion over the week. To me, though, I don't think that happens. Well, if you go and win games, we know that that just it, it kind of sidesteps winning cares chemistry. All. Yeah. If you're Ben Simmons, I think you're ecstatic about. You've this got deal. someone who can actually shoot with yes. you now. You've you can dish. And clutch time and clutch time is not going to be counted. I mean, look, like I just said, Ben Simmons was terrible against the Celtics last year because in clutch at the end of the games, he's not a guy that can really get his own basket. Now you have Jimmy Butler, so if you're Simmons, you can be more of a distributor, more the guy you're meant to be and allow Jimmy Butler to kind of do his thing and get back, uh, get buckets. Yeah, it takes some of the pressure off Ben, too. You know, the whole shoot a three coward, all that type of stuff that's been going on. <laughs> oh, because, that, that'll still happen. Oh, it'll yeah. still happen. It will because ultimately he needs to, to shoot a 15-footer to, be in, uh, to get to that next level, be an elite NBA-type player. But for now, at least, some of those questions will be pushed back a little bit because, as Elliot said, Simmons is going to be put in a better position to do what he does well, and, that, and the offense will work. They have, a, they have a score. They have a legit guy who, like Elliot said, can create for himself, who is not Joel Embiid in the paint. It is, this is such a massive upgrade, and I, I get the off-the-court stuff, and I know we've seen some crazy stuff from Jimmy this season, you know, with all the stuff in Minnesota, but, right. I mean, taking that out of the equation from a pure fit perspective on the court, you couldn't have done much better. And it kind of eliminates a lot of the silly rumors that you were hearing actually leading up to this because it was, I just want to play in New York or L.A. I'd rather go sign with the Nets. All of this. This was all calculated to get him off this team, and the fact that he does want to sign here long term eliminates all those worries, at least for me, uh, you know, when it gets locked up. And I'm sure that they're going to max him in this deal, yeah. and it's going to put him there in, in a situation there too early. Well, here's two other thoughts. First is, look, we can all debate what we think of Markel Fultz. Is he going to end up being that, you know, that number one pick? Probably not. Takes the pressure off. But at least you for keep the him. Yeah, I mean, you keep Markel Fultz in this deal, and I think a lot of people thought when you made that deal for an eventual superstar, you would have to give up Fultz as yep. well. So now the Sixers had their former big three. They now have their, you know, actual big three plus Fultz. <laughs> but, uh, look, I think keeping Fultz was a good part of this deal. And, you know, the, the uh, Covington debate's over. He's not here. But right. this does speak to his value, that the, that the Timberwolves, you know, were willing to kind of take a deal for Jimmy Butler basically centered around Covington. And now this allows you to actually get more shooters on the court as well. I mean, you know, we'll have to see what kind of happens with, with Chandler as he goes along. But... Uh, with with Moose being here, with Shamit coming off the bench, I would assume that 
JJ is going to be a part of the starting rotation mm -hmm. unless they want to keep pushing Markel huh. Fultz on there. But this is really this exciting. Is the, that's what I'm saying. I'm you, so pumped you, right now. You have to have JJ and Jimmy Butler on the same huh. court at all times. So this this frees up space. There is no more constant crashing on Joel Embiid. Right. There's no more constant crashing on Ben Simmons because now you actually have perimeter guys oh. that you need to worry about. I can't tell you how excited I'm so I am pumped. about this. Like I, I'm, I can't stop <laughs> smiling right now. I. I, and again, look, I, I think there. I've seen people on Twitter who don't like it. I want to hear yeah. from those people too. Like, Certainly. tell us why you would not possibly like this deal. I feel like this is a home well, run, especially when you look at again. I know that people love Covington and Dario. I do too. I love Dario. That guy's awesome. We met him at the Right Ricky event. He's the nicest guy in the world. I, I love everything about him. But I mean, you have the opportunity to give up two good, not great players. And a twenty and a twenty twenty two second yeah. round pick for a great player, you do it every well, time. Here's the risk. Here's where the Sixers are really rolling the dice. Because you know, and according to uh, Adrian Wojnarowski, this offseason they expect to sign him to a long expect, term deal. Yeah, that's so let's what I assume saw. that happens. Right, right. The Sixers, up until this point, since the process has started, have really had guys on. I mean, I know they actually did just max out Joel Embiid, but for the most part, they've had guys on rookie deals. They haven't had to commit to anyone long term from outside the organization. Bringing Jimmy Butler in and handing him a large deal, I mean, this is it now. This is your core. Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, and Jimmy Butler. And it certainly is a good one. It's a, it's but a really good it's one. A, no, it's a really good one. one. I'm just yeah. saying, in the NBA, this isn't the NFL. How many times right. have we sat up here and talked about, ah, uh, that wasn't a great deal, but they got out of it after one year, right? You're right. Yeah, so, there's, this is it. You're committing. It. I agree with that. And look, yes. I mean, Jimmy Butler, you know, I mean, he's already shown he's willing to force his way out of somewhere. So I do think it was a good deal, but that is the risk. A couple of things on that. As Woj just tweeted this out right now, he says the Sixers and Butler aren't allowed to enter into any negotiation or agree on any extension yet but bearing a physical uh barring. issues or barring excuse me because james seltzer is a lot smarter than i, <laughs> I was gonna say got uh, there. <laughs> uh, or a butler failing to fit into an Embiid simmons dynamic sides are optimistic on a long-term future sixers would be paying a steep price for a rental he says and that's as very we discussed true, but they yes. gotta feel pretty confident I, that yeah. they do that i don't think they make this deal unless they feel incredibly confident and they've lost all and look by guys. having him here by having him on the team you have the advantage from a monetary perspective you can pay him more than anybody else uh diana rossini actually checking in too from espn who is uh, one of the nfl football reporters over there a friend in philly at a flyers game just texted me it got all quiet before the national anthem at the game some dude screamed we got jimmy butler and everybody went <laughs> So that's pretty fantastic as well. That is terrific. Uh, we want to hear from you. How are you feeling about Jimmy Butler being a Philadelphia 76er? Are you a little sad that Covington and Dario are gone? Will it make any sense as uh, I think it makes complete sense to do this? And uh, we want to get into all your phone calls. We'll break this down. We're going to obviously talk Eagles too because we are at an Eagles pep rally at uh, the Buffalo Wild Wings here in uh, Newark, Delaware, 501 Stenton Christina Road. You better get down here. We're giving away Eagles tickets. It's Go Birds Radio. It's right here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Go Birds Radio on Sports Radio 94 WIP. John Barcher, James Seltzer, Elliot Shore Parks all here with the 888-729-9494. Also, uh, just a little throw in this. Uh, this coming from Woj as well as Justin, uh, what was it, Patton uh, is coming in. He was actually a pretty good ball player at uh, Creighton. Broke his foot two years in a row. So he's a sixer. Sounds like a sixer already. Ah, yeah. He's a backup uh, center. He was kind of recouping down in the G League with the Iowa Wolves. And is, uh, you know, who knows? It's uh, just that Elton Brand hinky move where you're uh, where you're trying to 
you know, what's uh, what's the phrase that you always like to say there, James Seltzer? Market inefficiency. The market inefficiency sure. of injured players. I like it. And taking it on. But we kick things off with Darren in South Philly. Darren, what's going on, buddy? Thanks for joining what's up, the show. What's up, Seltzer? Um, here's my question. Why is nobody re- rejoicing that Jay Billis is in this trade and gone? Bye, Billis. Bye. <laughs> 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 How can you not like this trade? You get rid of the $64 million bus move, and you get his cue ball shiny dome off, off the floor, so I ain't got to get the reflecting light when he comes in and don't wear his headband. It's a great move. Elton Brand, as one of your biggest critics, you've made steps in repaying that $88 million you stole from us as a player. I'm just saying. Oh, wow. Darren, coming in My hot goodness, today, there's baby. so many things going on there. Yeah, but, I mean, if how excited are you for just Jimmy Butler in general? Though? I mean, we can... I'm excited. I'm ecstatic. I'm to the moon. The fact that we get rid of Rocco's contract, Jay, B- Jay Billis's contract, and we only gave him a second-round draft pick. I'm sorry, GM of the moon. He's trying to, he's trying to compete with Howie. I mean, that, that legitimately sounds like a Howie trade. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm impressed. Yeah, so, so are we, Darren. And are, if, what if for some reason, though, that they do not uh, are able to you know, kind of extend – Jimmy Butler here, you still think it's worth it? I'm going to tell you like this. Even if we don't, we still didn't offer anywhere near what the Rockets were willing. Four first-round draft picks, and we got them for Rocco, Bayless, Sarge, and a second-round draft pick. I'd do that any day of the week over four number-one draft picks. So anybody that has a problem with it, yes, it's a risk, but it's a risk worth taking. We're going, as we do in poker, we're going all in, and we (laughs) stop. The process is officially ended. It's now time to go win. Yeah, That's uh, what this moon signifies to me, and I'm excited. Yeah, me too, Darren. And, and I, I wouldn't even say I wouldn't even say all in. I just think they're a little pot committed. They can get out of it. They're gonna. They might. They might lose this. But this is when we're talking about it's the kind of all in. I mean, the, they're going the, for it here. Yeah, of it's course. pretty clear what they're doing, and and committing to these three guys as the the infrastructure of a hopeful championship team in their mind. And I would even say that um, even to Darren's point, like Dario and Covington aren't going to win you a championship anyway. So you might as well go for it. It's why the Rockets keep risking and doing a lot of things with their assets as well. I mean, I think they everybody would have been happy in Houston if they gave away four, four first-round picks because you're right there, and you know? And, 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 and it's theoretically four first-round picks at the end of a draft. That's you know? right. Uh, uh, this is, for the compensation that they gave up, this is a no-brainer risk to take. Yes. It just is, especially, I mean, and now we hear the, the Woj uh, point tweet that they're going to likely sign an extension, which obviously you have to wait for those things to happen to actually feel confident about it. But, I mean, with that in mind and with the Sixers making that deal with that thought in mind, man, I, I, I'm i floored. And, again, I said before, NBA trades, it's very rare the teams get the value you would think they would get for a superstar. This is exceptionally low for what I thought the Timberwolves well, could get. Well, and the other, the other thing is this. Look, like the process, it – it worked, clearly. But what it was supposed to do was set you up for a long-term window to win. And the Sixers do have that to a certain degree. But on the other hand, when you look at their roster, Joel Embiid, just because of his injury concerns, I think is always a bit of a question mark. Ben Simmons you're going to have to max out pretty soon. Now with Jimmy Butler, who knows if that's possible. So to me, if you're the Sixers, this isn't well, like... you can. You can max both. Yeah, well, right. right. But I'm saying... For the Sixers now, they're they're making sure their window is now. They're not going to say, you know, we have four or five years to win. They're saying we're going to get our star. You look at the Eastern Conference. I'm sorry, the Bucks are not for real. I don't care what their record is. I'm not a believer in the Bucks. The, the Raptors have Kawhi Leonard. That's worked out pretty well. We'll see. Celtics aren't playing great. This, the East is wide open. And if you're the Sixers, you say, okay, yes, we're going to have to max out Jimmy Butler. But you go, you get him, and you compete in the Eastern Conference right away. 
that's another part of this deal. This isn't kicking the can down the road, which is something I think fans were mad about unfairly, but still, whatever. This is going for it right now. Yeah, and I think they had to. I think that, when, like you said, with Embiid, you, you have no idea how long his career is going to be. You hope yeah. for the best. We want him here for 15 years. But you look at the history of big men in the NBA, it's, you know, you worry, especially with the injuries he's had. Um, you know, who knows what Simmons' future is, obviously, mm-hmm. here. Uh, I think that you had to take advantage of an opportunity to try and go for it. I, 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 No-brainer. And from a strictly X and O standpoint, the Sixers were trying to win games with two guards that were not shooting three-pointers. Right. In today's NBA, that Can't is not that. going to it's work. It's impossible. You guys already mentioned the fact that teams won't be able to collapse on and beat as much. Jimmy Butler is attempting almost five three-pointers a game. Yeah. So this is a component to your offense. Now you're losing Covington, but from a strictly guard perspective. And that's not nothing, by the way. I no, don't it's not see nothing. That's like, yeah. And this speaks to its value that they were, they were willing to do that. But now you have a guard that's going to shoot the three-point ball, and that's huge. I love that we are in the hotbed of everything. Jimmy Butler coming. Bryce Harper could be oh. here in a month. My God, we are the, in the, the best e- sports city in America. How the about Eagles that? The Eagles get Golden Tate, and they're trying to make their second run of the Super Bowl. Reigning this is Super Bowl champions, fun. exactly. Excuse me, reigning Super that Bowl champions. That is correct. Let's go to our good friend Tom in Abington. Tom, how you feeling, buddy? Johnny Borchard. Nice meeting you the other day, my man. You too, buddy. Hey, Jimmy, how's the missus and the future little sops are doing? We're doing well, Tommy. Only a couple months left uh, till the finish line here. Awesome, awesome. I feel like I'm forgetting something. Oh, yeah, ESP, how you doing, man? Oh, Tom, nice to talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's Go Sixers Radio, so real quick, I'll get it it out of the way. Dallas sucks, Eagles 38-17. Boom, I love it. Dallas does. All right, let's, let's get down to business. This trade is amazing. I mean, as... You know, I listen to WIP. I hear people call up with trade proposals, and this sounds like everybody's proposal. <laughs> Dallas, Roco, a 2022 pick, and they actually pulled it off. So it's my one question of those ones to, everyone would say, no, they could, they'd never be able yeah, to do that. They'll say no down a yeah. second. All right, so my question would be, who do you think pulled this off, the GM or the coach? It's a great question. Yeah, I think it was yeah. probably a, a collaborative effort. As, hey, uh, you know, they like to use. <laughs> have, I've heard that a lot in, <laughs> in a lot of different front offices too. But yeah, and, and you got to think like how how you know Brett has has said this, and we said that up at the beginning of the show here. He wanted this from the beginning, and even though that he's probably feels like he's losing two sons in this deal, winning's more important. His job's more important. Yeah, like no this, question. Uh, right. you know, t- Tom, have you noticed that too? Everyone, now that it's just kind of this sloppiness that was happening last night with Charlotte, everyone starts questioning Brett Brown again, and that I think that plays a huge factor into it. Absolutely. All right, well, Harper's up next. You guys have That's a great right. weekend. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Good to hear Tom from Hanks. you, as always. Let's go to our other good friend, Owen in Glassboro, who's hanging out with us. What's up, Owen? How are you, buddy? Hey, guys, we are solidified as, like, the third or fourth best team in the East, and I'm excited. Are you excited? I'm freaking ecstatic. <laughs> are you kidding me? We just, we just went to, like, maybe uh, maybe we'll be excited about 53 I, wins to now the playoffs I, actually matter again. Here's the issue with me, though. Okay, so I'm, I'm happy. I'm going to be happy until the dumpster fire happens. But Jimmy Butler is a dumpster fire. Do you think he's going to be okay with Embiid eating sandwiches and watching snickerdoodle cartoons on courts? Before games, that yes. is all as about business. As long as Embiid so, balls, as long as Embiid plays hard and plays competitively, hey, yes, hey. I think he will be. Okay, well, we'll, we'll, we'll see, uh, uh, baby mama. I, I, I want it to be that way. <laughs> I'm being hopeful in my heart, but all I know is everywhere he goes, there's torches and pitchforks afoot. So, <laughs> you know, we we got to wait and see. But I'm excited for the move. 
Uh, Brand did something. I guess I can't rag on him anymore because he did something. So yay for that. But let's talk about. Uh, well, oh, and the, real, the real quick, and then I want your bird's point too. I am worried about him and Simmons. Why? I, I, I am Why? worried about him and Why? Simmons. Because it just seems like they would clash. Simmons certainly is going to be taking shots from him. The dude oh, no, 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 no. So no, Butler's going to get not, his shots. Not on there. I'm just saying, like, I, you'll, you'll see. You know, Ben misses he a couple of free throws goes. there. Yeah, but this <laughs> is also one of his last that. shots. I mean, as, the, as right. the caller mentioned, he now has a reputation for that. And he yeah, wants that max deal. If he comes to the Sixers and causes a stir, that is impacting his bottom line this offseason. So the Sixers can wow. pay him the most money. And so I do think he'll come here and he'll, and he'll be a, a good trooper. What's a month ago, he was about to spree well as coach, so I don't really know if he's <laughs> mental capacity to do what he's supposed to do. So you can go ahead and wish you want. I'm happy for the Sixers, but let's talk about what the Eagles about to do. They about to Brett Brown the Cowboys. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> they got the we star hunting. You get it? <laughs> Brett star. Brown the Cowboys. We star hunting, brother. Took me a second, on, buddy. Came Sunday around, buddy. Night. All Black Sunday night. We getting them. Yes. What's uh-huh. Yeah, and, and let's we'll touch on that just for for a quick second though. I, I mean. I do really believe that the Eagles need to make a statement. Just for for me, like this is not just a game against the division to kick out the Cowboys. That's all well and good. I, I need I need thirty to fourteen. I need you don't even belong in the same class. I need this offense to go out and score points. I don't want to. I, I want a defining win on the season. There hasn't been. I don't include the Giants in that. Well, that's been their best win. Yeah, Yeah, it's been their best win, but we need a defining win. I agree with you, especially when you look at coming out of the bye. It's kind of a fresh start for this team. They've got the second half of the season. It's a real opportunity to start this second half off on the right foot. And we've seen how things can snowball in football. Momentum is a real thing. I know a lot of people don't believe that, but I certainly do. I think if this team can get off on the right foot here and get rolling a little bit, especially heading into that huge matchup in New Orleans next weekend, I think I think they need to put their foot on their throats uh, tomorrow night here's and, my con- and handle. Here's my concern about that. I agree with what you guys are saying. This, this sets up to be a movie. Like, it should be Sunday night. They beat the Cowboys. People should be talking about this game for years. But how many times this season have we felt that that game was going to come? Against the Vikings, we thought that was a turning point. When Carson returned, we thought that was a turning point. Their best win of the season was against, in terms of points, was against the Giants. The Giants are trash. And the Cowboys are bad. The Cowboys Giants, are bad. The Giants are worse. But Agree. the only thing I'm cautioning everybody about is this Eagles team has not shown the ability to score enough points to really blow teams yes. out. They've done it one time this year. And, and, you know, like a... 16 to 3 win is not going to be exciting for fans. When John talks about making a statement, he means points. Yes. You want to see offense, right? Yes. Yeah, but if and it's the offense has struggled. Well, and, and don't or blow the lead. I'm leads. happy with yeah. that. Like 23 to 3. Yeah. I mean, that's, I'm fine with that too. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, a convincing I, I need, win where we're not sweating it at the end. That's I need 27 need. points or more. For me to really feel like this team has turned a corner, I need over 27 points. I, 23 to nothing, sure, from a, a dominance perspective, that speaks to it. But I need to see this offense. Look, it's just the first game with Golden Tate, but you gave up a third round pick to help your offense. Yeah. So the Cowboys are not a good team. They should be able to move the ball on this team. I need 27 more points from this Eagles team to really feel like they're starting to turn the corner. 888-729-9494. John Barcher, James Seltzer, L.A. Shore Parks. Normally go Birds Radio, which we'll certainly talk Eagles, but uh, we're live from Buffalo Wild Wings as we're giving away uh, some tickets here in Newark. Delaware should be down here. We'll be down here till 5 as we are just reacting to that. Jimmy Butler and this whole thing is uh, as we keep going uh, with the afternoon along here. Let's go to Jeff in Cherry Hill. Jeff, what's going on, buddy? How are you? I'll tell you what. My dad was hanging at Hooters, and then he came back and drove the car across the lawn and told me we just got a Jimmy Butler. I'm like, Dad, 
I said, Dad, slow down. Pump it down. <laughs> so I want to shout out to Papa Deaver. Fellas, we, we sat here a couple of months ago when they got Ellen Brand as general manager. We're like, what the hell are you guys doing? What Does it look good now or what? Oh, buddy. I mean, this is a good start to it yeah, for sure. Yeah, looks you know. a lot better already than we expected. That's for sure. You, you want to talk about cooking Scrapple and giving it up and getting away and getting him? And we're talk we're worried about defense. Guys, we needed a two guard so bad. Yep. Yeah, real bad. Oh, real bad. Because you know, we have nobody that can shoot off off the ball. And now we got it. Fellas. Doesn't this feel good this weekend? It really does, it, man. It, oh, no. my God. Jeff, I got to like, tell you, it just takes, like, I, who knows what's going to happen during the playoffs, but now I, I just go, okay, now we've got a chair at the table, which I actually believe in, you know? I'm not saying right. the, Celtics, the Celtics could still be the Sixers. Sure. You know, okay. I, I, I think it, they'd but, probably still be the favorite. No, I don't yeah, want to hear absolutely. that. Who, shut him up. Shut, I don't want him talking that. That's bad news. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say that. Because you know what? You are not going to ruin our good weekend because we are vibing this weekend. We got the Cowboys. Come on, we got Jimmy Butler. I well, want how about this, Jeff? I don't think the Sixers had a shot before against the Celtics. A yeah, shot that's, to that's win exactly these. what I'm now saying. Now they have a real shot. Like, yeah. the Sixers could realistically play in the NBA Finals this season, and that was not something I would have said an hour ago. No, certainly. And, like, honestly, I'm just being honest with you guys. Like I said before, I was not feeling the regular season at all. I didn't care. I, I, I just I wasn't as involved. I didn't care if I missed the game. Last year I wanted to see every minute of every game because I wanted to see where they would eventually stack up. And to say to just come in here in this offseason and everybody was comfortable running it back, and almost immediately you knew that Whoops. through, through October just you're just going like, actually – this isn't going to work. So now that Jimmy Butler's here, I'm so back into what they're doing. And look, by you being back in, and when John's in, that's a good thing. Right? <laughs> Everyone wants John paying attention. That's, that's right. why teams make yeah, moves. Yeah, the, the, the team will be fired. Yes. But you're bringing up a good point. The casual fan will now be back in. When he, when he plays his first game, Jimmy Butler, it'll be the biggest thing going on in Philly that night. The pressure is now on Brett Brown because we know yep. there's anything this city loves to do, it's irrationally jump all over Brett Brown. <laughs> or any coach. Uh, yeah, honestly. any yeah. coach. Yeah. I mean, and you look, you just mentioned it. This team now has NBA final potential. If they lose in the first round of the playoffs, they lose in the second round of playoffs, Jimmy Butler comes in and it's not a fit. That Look, sorry, that is Brett Brown's fault. He is basically the general manager as well. He yep. made this deal. This isn't, you know, when Howie makes a move, right? We have the Buffalo Wild Wings guy giving the two thumbs up. Yeah, he that's likes, right. He likes the trade. But Jester, Buffalo. Jester, the Buffalo. <laughs> Jester. When, Howie, yeah. when Howie makes a move, Doug has input, but ultimately Howie's the one that makes decisions. Yeah. Brett Brown, he's not the general manager, quote-unquote. Him and Elton made this decision again. Of course they did. They would not have made it if Brett didn't want him. This is the trio Brett wanted. He wanted to win now. The pressure is now absolutely on him to do it, and if it doesn't, there's only one person to point the finger at. But I'll ask this to you, James. Is there anyone in this town that doesn't want the Sixers to win right now? No, we all do. That's it's what I'm saying. We went we all through want it. We, 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 it's been enough. And I was a huge fan of the process. I was all in on what Inky was doing. I know a lot of people weren't, but I was. I believed in it. I thought that in the NBA it was the smartest way to go about rebuilding your roster to have a real chance to win an NBA championship. But now it's over. It's time yeah. to win games. And it was already time to win games last year. And this year it was time to take that next step. And clearly without Jimmy Butler, they weren't doing it. Now they have a real chance to do it with Jimmy Butler. And then also from the process standpoint, the two players that they traded, Robert Covington, poster boy of the process, yep. signed him as an undrafted free yep. agent. 
Dario, poster boy of the process, waited two years for him to come yep. over. It took him with the 10th really pick. Really has kind of a moving on type of yeah. thing. You're yeah, right. the, the only, the I mean. changing of the guard yeah. of the process. And it validates almost. it. I mean, the only thing they gave up that really had Colangelo had anything to do with was a contract they had to shed with, with Bayless. So, again, this is another, another point where the process was the right move. Look at what they've ended up with. Embiid, Simmons, Butler. I think I'm looking at some of the players in the Eastern Conference right now. Three of the top ten. Oh, I think oh, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I absolutely. So, I mean, look, I absolutely three it's a deal you make. Ten. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Giannis, Kawhi, um, you know, a few, Tatum's probably Kyrie up there. has Kyrie's not been as good. There. Um, yeah, I mean, I think one, certainly three of the 15, 100%. Yeah, and the, the debate probably lies with where Simmons in that. And, yep. you know, it, to, to me, you're still playing to his strengths with this, and we've talked about that. And certainly we're going to do a, a, a heat check in Boston because I got a feeling that they're – they're tingling a little bit here. They're going, okay, all right, this is a little messed up. I was feeling really good. You know, Hayward's back. He got booed last night against the uh, the, the Jazz, and we're all bad, sitting here. He hasn't been great. Yeah. So we'll check a little Boston heat check as as well as it is uh, Go Birds Radio. We are live from Buffalo Wild Wings in Newark, Delaware. Not the one that's by the University of uh, Delaware. We're right next to the casino at Delaware Park, 501 uh, Stanton Christina Road. Going to be giving away some Eagles tickets. We'll be here till 5. But we're with you on Sports Radio 94 WIP till 4. We'll be back right after this. Go Birds Radio on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Reacting really to this, uh, the Jimmy Butler trade and everybody's take on it. Kyle Newbeck uh, also reporting from the phillyvoice.com that uh, the asking price prior to this week included a package that the Sixers sent out in agreed-upon deal uh, plus, uh, uh, they were going to have to give up a few firsts. For, yeah, multiple first firsts, rounds. and the Sixers wouldn't budge. And credit, look, credit to Brett Brown, if that's true, and I have no yeah. reason to think it's not true, credit to Brett Brown and Elton Brand for holding out. I mean, these are two rookie GMs, basically, that, you know, played their poker cards right and ended up, look, uh, Covington is a loss. Dario wasn't playing as well, certainly still a loss. But outside of that, you give up a bad contract and a second-round pick for one of the best players in the league. So holding out, not making the deal. I mean, one of the things... With head coaches, when they're GMs, they overpay. I mean, who remembers Chip Kelly, right? Right. Brett Brown held out. Him and Elton did a great job. Yeah, I, I think they nailed this thing and uh, at least eased my mind on Elton Brand being a, a general manager to start out. I will say to Spike Eskin, I mean, he's been the kiss of death, I guess, for... Spike's not a fan of it. Ro- he's not a fan. Elliot, what did I am not sure. Yeah, we, we, have, has the, uh, we have the official Spike I know Spike it started take. with not thrilled. Was <laughs> here here yeah. it is. By the official rights to Ricky Sanchez, Spike Eskin take. Not thrilled. Covington and Dario were great Sixers, and I'm disappointed. And Spike, of course, was running this morning for charity, so very cool of him. He's going to go drink a beer right now at the after party and do a pod <laughs> later. So I'm sure he'll be pouring I one out. I can't tell if he's disappointed as a Sixers fan or personally. It's definitely well, he was, I mean, he was not. Look, there were a lot of people, including Spike, yeah. that were worried about trading for Jimmy Butler because of the, some of the stuff the callers right. have mentioned with the off the off the court, how he'll fit. So, well, I mean, look, it's up to Brett to make that all well, kind of mesh. We can all be worried as much as we want to, but this team was not going to advance itself, sorry to say, with Dario and Covington here and just kind of running this thing back, as everybody's been saying here. Now, I have been – I checked in, you know, on uh, on some of the, the Boston field. This your boy Bill Simmons has yet to issue a statement. I'm curious what he thinks about all this. But most of the takes are, wow, this is really wild of like, oh, no, this is – this is a little bit of a sweat, and then also, oh, good, they'll be dysfunctional in two weeks is, is what's coming out of Boston. But uh, I'm curious what Bob in Boston, who is a Celtics fan, thinks about this. Bob, what's going on, man? Hey, guys, good afternoon. First of all, congratulations. I've always been a, a Celt- um, 
a diehard Celtics fan, but I certainly respect Philly. I was there in 85, and I, I saw Philly fans boo Dr. J, but... Um, <laughs> Name a player, I don't, and there's, we've probably booed them at one point, which is, yeah, yeah exactly. No, I, I understand your passion and Except respect that. Uh, you certainly got my attention. Um, one thing I would point out, when the Celtics uh, picked up Garnett and Ray Allen in 2008, that alone didn't win them the title. What they ended up doing is filling out the roster, getting Eddie House, uh, James yep. Posey, P.J. Brown, and um, there was one other player that escapes my my mind. But I think in order for Philly to take that next step and get to the finals, you know, they're really going to have to you know replace you know, Savage and Covington to some extent. Yeah, and, and it's and that's absolutely right, Bob. I don't want to kind of minimize that because, like I said, especially with Covington and his defense late, uh, that's some guy that you always trusted to go up against one of their big scores. You know, uh, even with with Walker uh, last night, that you felt yeah. comfortable with him one on one doing those situations. And yeah, they really don't have that go to guy now. I mean, Jimmy's a Jimmy's good, a good a defender, very good defender. Let, and I don't want that yeah, to be lost either. Let's not take that away. He's a no. really talented defender. And, and look, I mean, we we I think you guys brought up Zaire Smith earlier in terms of what he could bring. Sesame seed. <laughs> so obviously, for look, the future at least. When he, well, but I'm saying, come playoff time if he's healthy. He's not I mean, playing this. Yeah, year. he's out. He's out. Well, he's I thought done. it was. I thought he could potentially come back at the end of now, the season. Now the Sesame Seeds got him. That's what I'm saying. It's can I can I add one other thing? Sure, yeah, Bob. absolutely, Bob. I'm I'm hoping that this will. Uh, push Danny Ainge to be much more aggressive going after Anthony Davis. I mean, I, I would I'd give up. Well, Bob. Yeah, we're out. <laughs> well, that's the exact opposite, Bob. Thanks for the call, that's, though. That's where your head and goes then, if I you're a I think that was part there. of it, too. Look, I mean, the, the Anthony Davis to Boston thing has been a thing for a Forever. while now. And, and if I had to bet money on where Anthony Davis ends up somehow, some way, Boston makes the most sense. So, um, yeah, I think that's certainly a worry and another reason why you had to make something happen now. Absolutely. Let's go to Rob in uh, Overbrook Park. Rob, what's going on, buddy? Thanks for hanging on. Yo, Rob. Robbie. All right, we're going to come back to him. Let's go to our good friend Mike in Collegeville. Mike, what's going on, pal? Hey, guys. How we doing? Doing hey, great, what's man. Going on? Hey, before I get into the blackout for Sunday night, we got we got to deal with this a little here. Here's what's happening now. It's all coming together. Got the Cowboys in the blackout Sunday night. Take care of business. Forty-five to seven. If they score seven, you got Love Harper it. coming. Very, you got Harper coming very soon. We all know that. You know why? Because the Holy Grail is coming within the next year to two years, and his name is Mike Trout. Huh. Okay, we all know that's happening. We're getting everybody, Mike. I'm telling you, when Trout comes, nobody will be able to beat that team because the young pitchers will be ready by that point. And, and um, Harper will have been here at least a year, if not two, and Trout puts him over the top for the next five years after that. Mike, and that's I'm why loving Harper's your call coming. so far. Keep the positivity coming, brother. <laughs> yeah, and, no. and that is why Harper's coming. I really don't want Machado, but, hey, if Middleton wants to spend more of his cigar money, I'll take Machado, too. I don't care. As long as we get in the middle of that lineup that will protect Reese, and then we can work it out from there. I don't care if they move Santana to third base as long as Hoskins goes back to first. Put Harper in the outfield, and then Trout goes right in center two years from now. Mike, I'll do you one better. If whatever Buster only has any truth to it, I'm throwing that I in. I don't know if it, it does. It, it doesn't. But, but I'm just going to dream for a moment because we're in the positivity. Give up every single young Phillies pitcher for Chris Bryant, and let's go. I'm ready. I want. I want all of them, and I want all of them in in Philadelphia, Mike. Because if the Yankees, if the Yankees can do it, when you look at the Yankees lineup, it, why can't we do it? I, I don't care. Middleton wants to spend the money. I'll spend it for him too. 
<laughs> we love it, Mike. Thanks for the phone call here, man. And this Mike's is, in a good mood today. I like it. it. Mike was bringing it. We're getting Trout. We're getting of, Harper. You know, we got Philly Butler. People. We're probably getting Anthony Davis. We're getting Levy and Bell in the offseason. <laughs> We're getting every single player. It's going to be awesome. I'm ready. How about this? Todd from South Philly handed me his phone. It's from NBCSports.com. The Sixers went from a 30-1 to long shot this morning to a team with the fourth best odds to bring <laughs> the Larry O'Brien Trophy parading down Broad Street. Not bad. They are now a 5.5-1 favorite to win the whole damn thing. Wow. So wow. I, I would guess what? Uh, uh, Golden State, Houston, and Boston? Better yeah, probably odds? all of it. They're no, the Toronto? fourth best odds. I yeah. think Toronto, Toronto maybe, maybe, but after this, who knows? Well, and that, I mean, didn't that spark all of this for everyone? And I think that did for them, too. Not only in just, you know, like it's been reported, Brett Brown saying, no, no, no. Like, we're only going to give this up to you. Minnesota did not want them, uh, did not want Jimmy Butler in the West. That's, they've been clear about that yep. for a long time there. So if they know that, they could drive the price down. And then the moment that they played the Raptors this season, I think at least for all of us, they go, nope, it's just not there. If Kawhi Leonard can do that to us, yeah. we, need to, we need to hold on and do something. Uh, still taking your reactions to all this. 888-729-9494. We're at Buffalo Wild Wings down here in Newark, Delaware. 501 Stanton Christina Road. Uh, we have uh, got a lot of stuff to give away, including a pair of Eagles tickets for Sunday night football against those hated Dallas Cowboys. We're hanging out till 5, but we're hanging with you on Sports Radio 94, WIP till 4, 888 729 Let's Go Birds Radio, right here, Sports Radio 94, WIP. From the Tasty Cake Studios, this is Go Birds Radio on Sports Radio 94, WIP. Be nervous when I'm on the Howard Eskin side instead of the Spike Eskin side of of basketball takes because Howard Eskin, the king himself, is not a fan. No, he is a fan. Oh, sorry, right, is a fan. But the right. king of the Sixers, who I think is Spike Eskin, is is, is so against this, and uh, I I can't really. I mean, I could see why, but at the same time, this this I mean, wasn't look, moving forward it, anyway. It, you got to take a risk at some point. It, and you said it perfectly. It's a risk. I mean, look, it this, is. this team had great team chemistry, the Sixers did. I mean, Dario, Covington, they were loved in that locker room, two of the most popular players on the team. I think Jimmy Butler will end up being popular. I think that, you know, look, a lot of stars in the NBA, you hear that type of, like, prima donna thing. I mean, that sure. just is what it is, right? But, look, to bring it back to the Eagles, since it's his GoBird pod, <laughs> or GoBird radio, I remember when Chip Kelly got rid of guys because of locker room issues, and people were not a fan of that. I mean, look, you go out, you get talent, you try to make it work. So I think bringing Jimmy Butler in was the right decision. And it is GoBirds Radio. That's Elliot Shore Parks. I'm John Barcher. James Seltzer here along with us as we're live from Buffalo Wild Wings here in Newark, Delaware. And uh, I tend to feel people are kind of bouncing lineups all over the place here, James, but it makes the most sense to me that you just go ahead and, and you quietly just – bench Mark Helfold huh. from the starting lineup here. You know, Chandler's still got health issues that he's getting back at, but he's obviously starting here. You put J.J. on the court, you have Ben, you have Jimmy Butler, you have Joel Embiid. That makes the most sense to me, at least, well, in terms I mean, of doing that. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting. They, I mean, they've seemed pretty committed to starting Fultz, whether it's for his mental health or whatever it is, whatever they yeah. believe. Um, I mean, I don't know if it, I think when Wilson Chandler comes back, that makes sense. I mean, are you going to start Chamet? Are you going to start? I, I could still yeah, see Fultz. Not. I could still see Fultz starting, but um, I, I mean, I think it's certainly going to be less Fultz than we've seen so far. Even if he is starting, in terms of, of 
opportunity. Yeah, and in terms of like, you know, I know that JJ was was supposed to be the the sixth man this year, and like he'll create such an energy. And for the first couple of games of the season, he did, and it made a lot of sense to me. But you know, as Markel kind of went along, and I don't want to say that he hasn't improved because he certainly has. I mean, you're going from no shot to shot to feeling comfortable on the on the court again. It makes the most sense to me that he ends up being your sixth guy, creates that energy, and as long as you know the plus minus is in order, if you're a believer in that, well, uh, then then I think that's that's a great way, and that's probably the best starting five and having your sixth guy being Markel Fultz. Here. Yeah, I mean, look, it's easy for us to sit here and say it's good to have Markel Fultz be the sixth guy, but for his perspective, you hear this news, this is not good for Markel Fultz. I mean, he's going to be coming out of the starting lineup, and for all intents and purposes, this deal was made because Fultz didn't end up being that third star. And look, has he had moments this season where he's shown flashes? Sure. But in terms of actually you know, showing what he was supposed to be that number one pick, he has not shown that at all. The Sixers don't make this deal if they're confident in Fultz. So we can't how- wait. That's uh, because it's time. Yeah. Right. So I'm saying if you're Fultz and you wake up and you see this news, you're thinking, all right, well, so Man. much for any – yeah, I mean, <laughs> so much for any chance I had here, really. I mean, unless he's happy being a sixth or seventh guy. Well, I, you know, I think it's good. And see, Brett, Brett warned us, now that I'm thinking about it, this, this was his way of telling us. Markel Fultz is a point guard. And you thought, like, well, if he's a point guard, Ben's not moving. Right. So now I think this is a way to develop him here. I actually think – the theory, if you are on the wagon, and I, I don't know if you are or not, about Ben Simmons possibly leaving, that Markel Fultz steps into that role. And that's why he's kind of saying that and kind of almost preemptively like, I don't know if Ben Simmons is going to stay, but if he leaves, then Markel Fultz can take over and be the point guy when it's time. Yeah, I think, look, the Simmons leaving thing is getting ahead of ourselves, obviously. I, know. I, I would be I would be shocked if he left before the next contract. When he's an unrestricted free agent, I could certainly see him leaving. That would be less surprising. Well, the Sixers can pay him the most money. Right. So, right. so I would just I would be really surprised if he left before signing that extension yeah, yeah. that Embiid just signed. Um, but look, I think the whole point of starting Fultz, of getting Fultz minutes, is to develop him. Right. I mean, it's the opportunity to get him reps at the NBA level and see what he can become and see right. what you have in him. I think from the perspective of you're you're going for it now. Like this was a, a year where they were they were going for it, quote unquote, but were clearly not good enough to win anything. And thus, I think it made it a little bit lower leverage for those Fultz minutes. He was able to get out there and still get opportunity. I think that is something that you can't really mess around with anymore. You need to win every game. You need to win as much as you can. You're going for it. So yeah, development takes a little bit of a backseat, which. Which is an issue for Fultz long-term, I and think, because you need to know what you have there, one if, of the, if anything. One of the things Sam Hinkie used to always say was the most valuable thing a player can get, a young player in the NBA, is minutes. Just yep. being able to be in out life, there. In life, in anything, reps. Yeah. Whatever you yeah. do, reps are the most important thing you do to get That's better. That's what you guys keep telling me with radio, That's right. right? <laughs> no, but look, to, to James' point, the Sixers are not at a point right now where you can just put guys out there for development. Yep. That's why starting Fultz never made any sense, and it was a move that they only made because they were hoping and praying he would turn into something. And he still might. Who knows, right? Anything is possible. But this move, as clear as day, shows what they actually think of him, which is we need that third star now. We can't afford to have Fultz out there anymore. And that's why you make the deal. Well, and I like it because it also, I mean, anything to go in and improve your bench is is fine by me. And I think that's where Markel is at. It gives you another option with TJ there as well. Uh, You know, it just, I, I love this. And I know people are going to feel all different ways about it until you actually see Jimmy Butler on the court, who will obviously not be there 
uh, tonight because uh, what the is trade's not even official until Monday. Monday. Yeah. So um, apparently there is some chance he could play Monday night in Miami. If not, home against Utah would be his first game. That'll be quite the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 888-729-9494 on, on how you're feeling about Jimmy Butler. And I'll even say this. Do you, along with Vegas, believe that they're a contender now in the East? Can this team make the finals with Jimmy Butler? A contender in, in the East or yes. overall? Like, are they the team to beat now in the East? They're not the team to beat, no. 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 I would I'd still say the Celtics. Say the Celtics. Yeah. But they're, they're, they're a real contender to win the Eastern Conference crown now, and I, I wouldn't have said that before the show today, before this trade went down. Yeah, I did no not way. think they were good enough to hang with Boston. I didn't think they were good enough to hang with Toronto. But now with this trade, they certainly are. 888-729-9494. It's Go Birds Radio. It's turned into Go Sixers Radio, at least for the first uh, hour or two of uh, while we're here at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. We're hanging out with Robin Overbrook. Rob, you there, bud? What's going on, guys? Jimmy, what's going on, baby? What up, Robbie? How are you, brother? <laughs> I'm great. All right, so, uh, you know what, man? It's, this is a... Uh, uh, just taste that bad taste out of my mouth from that uh, Colangelo Barbara Bocchini yes, thing. Yes, I mean, Robbie, it's a great it's, point, man. I mean, it's because uh, that guy really set us back. He was like Chip Kelly to the Eagles. I mean, he just... He set this team back, I mean, with his moves and, you know... Here's the thing. I've been watching basketball. I grew up with the Wilt Chamberlain. I'm six. I'll be 64 years old. You won't. No, I'm not going to do it, Jimmy. But uh, you, do, you really don't, Rob. No, I've <laughs> you met don't Rob. sound it either. I, yeah. well, I've met Rob, and, and he looks 45 at oldest. <laughs> and I've been and, and Johnny Bushman, and uh, I've been watching basketball for a long time. And this guy faults. He just doesn't have it. And mm-hmm. you know what? And it's okay. I mean, it wasn't his fault that they that Colangelo messed up and took him right. number one because he wasn't a number one talent. And you know, and, and it's not. And, and the key thing we need to develop this guy. The eye test in basketball is either you got it or you don't. Now, he might can turn into a serviceable player, you know, coming off somebody's bench, you know, deep bench. But he doesn't have what it takes to be a star in this league. And and, and it's and it's a shame that we wasted. You know, that pick and the other pick on this guy. You know, and, and getting Jimmy Butler puts them in the forefront of uh, of the East. I, I think they're the, the top three teams in the East, man. Right? I think it's them, Boston, and, uh, and, and Milwaukee. Toronto. I like Milwaukee over Toronto. Wow. Okay. Well, Robin, that's what I'm saying, with, especially with Markell right now. I mean, if he can just give you, you know, eight minutes on the court and just – balls to the wall and feel confident it's a good it's a good spot for him in to be and i agree with you it's not like you know we, we can't I, i'm not willing to say he's a bust i actually would, would say that he could still be a very good player he's a bust he's a bust, he's a he's bust. A bust. You stop, yeah. a very good player where in the d league come on stop it <laughs> no, rob, come on rob i'm That's just saying like, like if you give him an opportunity to go and develop into that right now and not have to rely on him yeah you can't rely on him as a, as a start starter or a star really we all know that i'm, yeah. and I'm comfortable look, saying that it's but one of those doesn't things mean he's where useless i don't know I, look and i've very long been and still believe that you can't just give up on Fultz. he was right. the number one pick in the draft a little over a year ago but it's get it, it keeps getting harder to be positive when Certainly. you watch him and i know you know there's been some moments this season where it's positive and he's been willing to shoot some threes here and there and stuff like that but it's certainly not something. Don't have time for it. I mean, and look, and, and the Tatum thing, I get annoyed when people say, oh, like, the Sixers could have taken Tatum. Like, yes, if they had made the trade and taken Tatum, they could. But if the Celtics didn't trade with the Sixers, they were going to take Jason Tatum at number Agreed. one. Colangelo got tricked. Colangelo got, he got played. Yeah, he got and played. And it is what it is. And Rob is 100% right on that. We don't talk enough about how 
badly Colangelo did when he was here. Now, now he did kind of set him back. But um, I don't know, for me, where I'm at the point where I don't want to give up on Fultz because I don't think you can give up on the number one pick in the draft this quickly. But at the same time, like, every day, every game, it gets harder and harder for me to want to believe. Oh, you know, here's the it's thing. Tough, man. You, you it's absolutely tough. can give up on Fultz. <laughs> the, the worst thing this team... I don't want to at this point. I know I <laughs> the, can. The worst thing this team could have done, and really teams in general, is hold on to somebody too long. Of you, course. You, you need to admit, admit mistakes. And look, this wasn't really Brett Brown's mistake. I know he was clearly here when they made the pick, but this was Colangelo's mistake. Brett Brown and Nelton Brand just went out and corrected that mistake. Yeah. They went out and they got the third start. And here's the other point. And, you know, I see a lot of people on Twitter. I have people texting me. Callers are saying this. They're is risk absolutely right but all this off the court stuff like if there's one coach in this city honestly i mean i guess maybe doug but if there's one coach i'm going to trust to make a good environment it's brett i mean think of everything he has coached through one of the things he was really giving credit for through the process was keeping a good environment when you know they were intentionally losing so i think with the jimmy butler off the court stuff i do think you can trust brett to build that kind of environment yeah and and also with the off the court stuff and all that like at least the dude wants to win I mean, that's yeah. been a consistent thing with him is that, yeah, he might be difficult. Yeah, he might sometimes overvalue himself or whatever. But it all comes from a place of wanting to win and wanting to be out there competing with people. That's kind of what, where he got angry in Minnesota and all that. So um, I, I, I feel I feel like at least from that perspective, it's a positive. But make no mistake about it. Jimmy Butler is going to have to be happy in taking a back, back seat to, to Joel Embiid. Uh, I mean, Joel Embiid's team. We saw last – well, yeah, you say that and we all – we all agree with it, but Jimmy Butler, in a contract year, in a contract year, is going to have to be happy saying, look, some nights it's Joel's team. Most right. nights it's but, Joel's but team. But in that thought, you have, as, as Woj is saying, they're confident. They, like, he's getting paid. He knows he's going to get paid here. I don't right. think it, he, right. the contract year part of it. I think it's the ego part of it you worry right. about is that all these guys want to be the best. But uh, it's going to be a – you're right. It's going to be an interesting dynamic. I think the fact that Butler's a veteran – and has been in the league longer will help in the sense that they can kind of have dual roles. You've got your your leader, your young guy, the future in Embiid, but you've also got that veteran leader, and I think that there's a chance at least Butler could be that. Here's what I know. When Jimmy Butler's reported list of three teams came out where he wanted to go, Clippers, Nets, yeah. Knicks. That's that doesn't I, exactly scream I want to win. No, but that but screams I want to go no, take shots somewhere. Okay, I want to re- I like I, like it's, it's an ego thing, but it's like I think I can I can turn this around. Like I want to no. go to a huge market and turn this around. No, I think that's I want to go play in these cities because I want to live there and I want to be the man there. He is not going to be the man here. That's not going to happen. Joel Embiid is the man on the court, and he has a huge personality off of it, a great personality, but a dominating personality. Jimmy Butler is going to be the number two on this team. Now the good news for him is. This isn't exactly a Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant situation where they have a similar type game because they're perimeter players. Joel Embiid is one of the few centers in the league that is down there doing his thing. Jimmy Butler will be able to dominate the perimeter, but he is going to have to be okay with the fact that this is Joel's team. Here's what I'll say towards all of that, too. If you are really committed to, and Jimmy Butler, you can make the argument for locker room cancer, whatever. That's fine. But he clearly. No big deal. He clearly wants. No, no, no. I'm saying. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. He clearly wants to win. Yeah. Right? And if he's. And if anyone in the NBA is smart at all and wants to win and also make a crap load of money at the same time, you got to know that putting a, a team like this together to go face the West, to go face the Celtics, has to happen let, at let, some let, point. Hold on a second. Okay. And even with all of this risk in going here, it is riskier. Much riskier to say Markel Fultz is going to come around, that 
Dario Saric is going to be eventually get out of his shell and stop playing all year round, which is clearly affecting him at the beginning of the season, and that Robert Covington and all of this is enough. That is riskier to me than, than declaring it's not, and we, we know, just like you were saying, with making mistakes from past GMs. And I'll be honest, I mean, I know that it's easier to say now, and clearly there's a million people that are saying, oh, yeah, I was never in on Fultz. B.S. We were all in on oh, Fultz yeah. for a lot of us because we saw the talent there. However... I will say that there are a lot of people in the Sixers building that we have talked to since then, and it seemed like Colangelo is out on his own island with Fultz, but <laughs> let, let, which is disappointing. Let, let me ask you guys this. You guys keep saying Jimmy Butler wants to win. Jimmy Butler wants to win. Jimmy Butler he very does. well could want but, but what proof do you have of that? That he literally yells at his crappy yeah, team that should be much better he's, than it is. But in the Minnesota. three teams for he wanted it, to go to were losing teams. For what let, it's worth, for what it's worth, I only have one friend who is a Bulls fan. And he just texted me about 20 minutes ago and said, Jimmy Butler is awesome. That dude is a competitive guy. You're going to love him. I like the trade. I'm just saying that that this is only going to work if Jimmy Butler is okay being second fiddle to Joel Embiid. You don't think. Overall, like Joel is this team. That Charles Barkley, that Michael Jordan, that all of these guys in their early careers or trying to go and win didn't. Didn't, I mean, they are all yelling at their teams to go get talent, or I'm out of here. Like, I don't this have is any, all of it. I, I have zero issue at all with Jimmy Butler yelling at his teammates. I think that is a sign of winning. I agree with that 100%. I'm just saying, when the guy listed the three teams he wanted to go to, it wasn't like he put the Warriors up there. Yeah, no, yeah. He I'm, put three course. trash franchises. Who's going to the Warriors, though, outside of uh, Boogie? Okay. And look, well, <laughs> Knicks, also, Nets, Clippers. No, but look. Bad he, teams. But regardless. Rumors, rumors, rumors. And also, okay, fine, also the NBA, like, that's just the way the NBA is. Guys want to play in New York and L.A. and Texas. True. Like, that's just what it is, you know? I mean, of course. So, LA, of course, yeah. if you've got your opportunity, you're going to say, I want to. And, you know, you're going to say, all right, uh, this situation makes sense. I could go there and I could be yeah. a star in New York. I could be a star in L.A. I could live a. You know, like the biggest markets, best spots, whatever. So. Yes, that's, that is – look, I agree. And Jimmy Butler, if what he wants to do is win, he has an amazing opportunity to do that here. The East is wide open. He has an MVP candidate on his team. I mean, I'm, I can't remember who he played with 100% of the time in Chicago, but I think Nobody. Joel Embiid is probably Nobody. the best player he's ever played with. He played, played with, with Derrick Rose. That's it. I mean, that, well, Derek, yeah, well, Derrick, Derrick Rose was pretty Rose good before he, he got there. hurt. Yeah, but, but I'm Butler, saying – yeah, with Butler all of that, when, and uh, then you had uh, Joakim Noah who faced, you know, faded out real quickly, and then they blew up that team. And right. you're, you're in a situation where, like, what do I have to do here? What do I have to do to get talent around me in two different spots? Right. And you're saying, but John, Cat and, and Wiggins, you know, Wiggins is not good, and Cat is Covington just is okay. better than Wiggins. What's that? Covington yeah, is better I, than I, Wiggins. I, I, That's yeah. a fair argument. Yeah. I think there's, there's but, some it's time there. for Jimmy Butler to show he wants to win. That's all I'm saying. Eight 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 seven two nine ninety four ninety four. Let's go to Len in Swedesville. What's up, Len? Let a What's up, man? Hey, what's up, man? What's up, James? Long time no talk. Good to hear your voice. Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. Yo, I, lo- I love it. And I love it for one reason. Because I think that this team does too much coddling uh, of some of these young players. I-, I hope Jimmy comes in and gets them Ben Simmons' space. I'm a Ben Simmons fan, but I think he's one jump shot away from being an unstoppable player on the floor. Agreed. And to me, the team, is not, the team is not doing enough to, to let him know, look, you have to add that to your game. You watched the game last night. He never does anything in the fourth quarter. He wants to get away from the ball. You can't consider yourself a star, a star of stars, if that's what you're doing. We know he can pass, he can dribble, he, he, you know, his body's beautiful, but, dude, you're missing that element in your game. You gotta, and I think Jimmy Butler will be the kind of guy that they look. you got to have that to your game. I right? love that idea, Len, because you're right. I mean, someone needs to get in Ben's face and say, learn how to shoot, kid. 
Like, this is important. And I do think that that coming from a, a guy like Jimmy Butler will have more right. impact than coming from a coach of some kind. Ben Simmons is never going to shoot the ball. Let's just move on from that. <laughs> Len, Len, Len is 100% correct. When the fourth quarter, look, we saw it against the Celtics. The dude doesn't want the ball in crunch time, right? That is where the Jimmy Butler deal helps. But this whole idea that Ben Simmons is going to become a shooter is just, it's not happening. He didn't shoot it in college. He barely shot in high school. I even looked up his high school stats. 53 pointers in three years. The dude does not shoot the basketball. That's why he's all about, and you can read all of that on 94WIP.com, exactly right. by the way there, Len. Uh, yeah, Len, I'm, I'm with you, man. I think this is just a, a great opportunity to have a finisher, and this is something that, you know, between him now it's Embiid can finish, Jimmy Butler can finish, and do you feel confident now about you know, a possible Celtics matchup in the Eastern Conference Finals? I, I do. I do. I definitely do now because I think he gives you that toughness that you need that we were lacking. You know, and I think he's going to motivate some of these guys. I mean, ND is already a superstar. But I think some of these other guys, they'll see what kind of worker this guy is. It may even help folks, even though I think he's a bust right now. But um, it may even help him too. Who knows? Yeah, I, it's a great call. Len, I good to hear from you. The only way this helps Fultz is because he plays less. That's the only way this well, that's is helping But that, I think yeah. that's, that's why it helps him. Right. Uh, absolutely. Let's fit in uh, Joe from uh, Florida as well. Joe, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Hey, guys. Uh, great show. I just want to bring up something that maybe everybody's not even thinking about. Let's say Jimmy doesn't sign. Now, that actually helps us out because Covington's contract is probably the worst ever. Oh, okay. I don't know about the worst ever, but it's not great. <laughs> yeah. That's just what do you wrong. See? Yeah, but what do you see in that guy? I mean, he, really, they, they just signed him because they had money and they had to sign somebody when they weren't winning. He, he was first team all defense well, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, He was first team all defense, but did you watch him in playoffs? It was, it was a good stuff? deal. Though. Yeah, I did look? watch him play, and a lot of other people have watched him play, and that's how he got voted first team all defense. Well, <laughs> he and horrible. Also, I mean, the contract itself, when you look at the numbers, is actually he a can't really stop fair. Nobody. Joe, that's the worst contract ever. Joe, they front-loaded the contract. He's making making no money right now. Uh, it is yeah. a, it is a, like your hate coming to, if money. he's a role player in the NBA, that's a great contract. A, All right, that's how good the numbers are. He doesn't even belong in the NBA. Come on, guys. Oh, my God. Oh, Joe, come on, Joe, man. You waited all here. You waited all that time get here, Joe. to Joe say that he Florida, doesn't belong. Man. Joe <laughs> That's just Florida. a bad take. Like, I get Jesus. it. Look, I get it. Covington can was be that, infuriating at times. Was that secretly Tom Kelly, by right? the way? Yeah. Well, look, I get it. Covington can be infuriating at times. And when his shots aren't going in, it is, it is a tough watch at times. But... To say that he's not an NBA player is just ridiculous. He was the first team all defense last yeah, year. Did you watch so, him play? Yeah, yeah, I was watching him play. The dude was first team all I defense. I watched him play first team, first team defense through the beginning of the season. He was off to a really good start. And, by the way, he was injured last year. Nobody talks about that for, like, the first two, three months of the season yeah. after he got hot and signed his contract. 888-729-9494. Are there some folks that aren't happy with this trade? We'll certainly talk to them next. 888-729-9494. Go Birds Radio, right here, Sports Radio 94 WIP. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.